Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Draymore Podcast, the podcast where uh, we're getting married. Yeah. Uh, it, Four it gets months. ever more truer every time that we do the show. This is a step closer. Like a boat heading to the waterfall. Boy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It is becoming more and more real every day. Um, All right. Wrong podcast. Yeah, Wrong podcast. the bride. Well dressed in white. That's like drunk jury on the stand. Not Captain. Not, 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 I oh guess it God. does blur together after a certain point. I mean, after after enough, after enough. Um, I uh, uh, it I, is becoming increasingly real though, and it's it's terrifying. It's getting, more and more yeah. terrifying every day, and uh, yeah. Hang so in there. here's the deal. Uh, Carl says, where's the elopometer status? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start things off and say the elopometer, I feel like, is lower this week than it was last week. Because I feel like we're, we got a little bit of a, a little bit of the wind in our face. We had a little momentum. Yeah. You know? Feels good. We're, we're doing, we're doing all right. You want to know In fact, we have so much to do. Let's get right into it. Update. Update. Holy shit, we got so much shit done this week. Uh, you know you know what's amazing? If you're actually in town, you can get a lot done. Yeah. When you're not in Tampa, Eden, uh-huh. Where's Eden Texas, again? North Carolina. Lake the Garden? Oh, different place. Yeah. Um, it turns out you can do a lot. Well, and it's a good thing. Like, you're done traveling to the wedding, right? We're good. We're good. We'll knock this out in like two weeks. I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I'm traveling a lot. Although the next time that we're traveling, we'll be doing it together. Or sorry, by next time, I mean the, the next weekend that I'm gone. Do you know we what day of the week together. is it? It's Monday night, 1972. Okay. No, uh, no. No, all right. So, so I'm going to be gone for the next, on and off for the next couple of weeks, but... We are going to have a nice little romantic weekend. Aww. Right? I mean, hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it should be fun. We're, well, go- we're I mean, going like, to... No, no. That's not to say that we can't ruin a romantic weekend. Yeah. Like, we could do that. But I don't think we I'm will. I'm really good at ruining things. I fair. think we're going to have a nice time. This is uh, rewarding ourselves for doing so well. Doing at so getting much so wedding much planning. wedding stuff. However, let's go ahead and detail what exactly we did. Oh, my goodness. So we kind of, you know, hitting the four-month mark. Yeah. Realized uh, we have to get our shit together. Uh, Me more so than you. But one of the things that you really took initiative on Mm -hmm. was finally getting the fucking groomsmen's shoes. Suits. Suits. And I say you took the initiative on. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you and that's delegated. It. That's it. the end of the sentence. I took initiative. Uh-huh. Yay me. Moving on. Go jury on. and give it to no 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 no. Stop. Back it up. Back right. it up. All right. All right. Uh, but you delegated to your brother. Yeah. Who took it on and like he did was super awesome. Like he took over the whole entire task. Uh yeah, I was on the phone with him and he's like, dude. Like and again, he had just he's just gotten married last year, so he uh, he he knows that the struggle is real and uh, was like, dude, just delegate, delegate it to your bro. 
And uh, man, him and Carolyn totally tackled it. Uh, they found some great suits. Uh, and however, there was a bit of a panic. Uh huh. Um. So do you guys remember? Somebody can probably tell us fucking the episode. Yeah. We had had discussions about like what colors things were, like what our gang colors were for the wedding. Yeah. And of course, it was you know. I mean, I'm wearing navy. You're wearing white. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And the bridesmaids are wearing navy. I mean, and the groomsmen. You were just getting the bridesmaids' dresses, so I don't think that that was set in stone. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody's going to remember. Um, the North remember. The chat realm remembers. <laughs> uh, but you told him the wrong color. I told him gray. Which is definitely not navy blue. That is a very... Those are two very distinctly different colors. I mean, yes. All right, so I forgot that we had decided on it. I made an executive decision at the San Francisco International Airport while I was on the phone with Eric to say, like, well, you want to know what? Um, We got navy blue suit, my navy blue uh, suit. Mm -hmm. I knew that you had picked navy blue as the... uh, as as your bridesmaid's dress is. So I'm like, well, what's a good accenting color that wouldn't necessarily be the same thing? And it would also kind of play off your white dress, you know, but it wouldn't be white. You know, I'm not going to have the groomsmen in white. Um, and so I thought that the way to go was going to be to do it in gray. And uh, that was not what we agreed upon. It violated a whole bunch of elements that we had kind of come up with. And I lost my shit. Because you I'm lost like, your shit. Yeah. We, we were sitting down. We were, was it, were we at the wine bar at this point? No, or was we were before? about to go to brunch. We were about to go to brunch and yeah. we were like so productive and I was so excited. And then, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, let's look at, let's look at these suits. But the, none of them were the right color. And I well, lost it because I'm like, really, I was really like pumped to show off that I had done something because yeah. I've done precious little uh, for this wedding. <laughs> So I was like, oh, look, like I did something. I did something. I did something. I mean, my brother did something. Uh, and you were like, oh, these look great. Like, why are they all not? I guess like you can just Is get it? them in Navy. And I'm like, you know, gray, maybe. And you were like, dude. We decided uh, this a million years ago. Fucking come on, asshole. And I was like, well, all but right. But it, it was solved like five minutes later. To it be was. Fair. Like, yeah. it, it's taken care of now. The Navy, your brother ordered the Navy suits for everyone. Yeah. So we are in good shape. Although it was, it was a bit of an issue, and it's something that we we're going to get into in yeah. our topic today. Uh, but what um, else, before we get into that, what, what else did we get done? Um, so I'm working with somebody on, so all the bridesmaid dresses are like Navy Blue Infinity dresses, and we decided we need to games, Game of Thronesy them some more up. Yeah. So. Uh, if you've seen Game of Thrones, uh, is it Miss Andy? How do you say her name? Uh, Miss Andy. Miss Andy. Yeah. I like to think of it as Miss Andy. Well, you like to think Miss of everything Andry. as Miss Andy. This is my Miss Andy right uh, now. Yes. No, um, I mean, really, like it, you're stretching the definition of that word no. to the point where you don't even know what it means anymore. Uh, you know what? It's our word. You can't use it. Who's Make us? it what we want. <laughs> People who like to mispronounce Miss... words. Shh. <laughs> um. So. She has a like the slave collar thing, yeah. 
And so I'm, we're going to wrap the infinity dresses through the slave collar, and it'll look more cool. Game of Thronesy. And they have dragon eggs instead of bouquets anyway. So nice. it'll be great. Um, we I just confirmed today we have a stage manager for the wedding, mm-hmm. which might seem crazy to think about in wedding terms, but there's going to be so much going on throughout this. We need someone to direct traffic. Yeah. Do we want to say who it is or not? Do we want to wait? Let's ask him. Yeah, we're going to ask first, but we have a stage manager. Although I don't think it'll matter. Probably not. We'll we'll find out. He's probably a good before friend. the end of the night. He's he's great. Yeah. Um the big thing though, like we had to sit down and do is like says I- OMG Chad. No, listen, man, Chad's talent now. Like Chad's yeah. Chad's officially graduated from yeah. that I do shit backstage Screw kind that of guy. stuff, man. Mm. In fact, anybody who's in chat realm is probably the last people who will ever remember Chad as the guy who does backstage stuff as opposed to the guy who gets all of the limelight. Yeah. All of it. Yep. Uh, and I guess the the big thing though was us like sitting down and like figuring out what are the actual things we have to do to make this wedding happen. So we walked through like our script draft. It's like, okay, do we need to buy this thing? Do we need like this music, this that? Like just all we the just little nitty gritty details to do. Like like we made our big like you know now that we know what we want, what do we need to do to make it happen? It's really scary still. Yeah, but at least it's like really what we did is we took seven to nine big complex problems and turned them into 20 47. to 30, 47 very solvable problems. So we have more Though problems. Though it's probably more realistically 96. I think it's 99 problems. But a bitch ain't one. Huh? <laughs> huh? 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 Did you just call married. me a bitch? No. Okay. I mean, like Jay-Z did. Gloria. <laughs> uh, so, oh, we decided on the cake stuff. That was one of the things we just we figured out. Which and we don't want to talk about the other surprise part, right? No, we don't. But we figured out the cake stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's good. Oh wait, I think I just got a text from our stage manager. Oh really? Is he watching? If you want to say I'm the stage manager, that's fine. Up to you guys. Watching live while watching baseball. There's a hint. Baseball, guys. Yeah, there we go. All right. No, so, uh, so Patrick Delahenty yeah. is, uh, is, is going to help us out. Uh, it's really kind of fitting. Um, Patrick, I don't think that we've known anybody for longer that has done kind of more behind the scenes stuff for us and with us than, than Patrick. So it's, it really is like... For him to be able to help out, especially at DragonCon. I mean, this is the dude who knew the ins and outs of DragonCon long before, I know I did, probably uh, close to when you first started going, because you were going a, a few years before I was. Well, like one, maybe two. Um, but no, it is it is. But we're really excited. honor. And I'll tell you what. Literally, dude, I called him pretty much before we started this, to be fair, and said, hey. Yeah. No, so it's, it's awesome to have Patrick involved. We were very excited. Um... So, yeah, but we do have a question that we want to pose to you guys yeah. on the in the giant list of shit that we have to do for this wedding is since it's at a convention and we have this space, which I think it's like three or four hundred seats. We're going to have to figure out the exact number on that. Mm-hmm. It might be like between that somewhere. Um, it's four. I've always heard the capacity four? is four. OK, yeah. we'll need to confirm it. But because we're not doing it in like a private venue, there's not a lot of room for, like, decorating things, which is kind of a plus to a certain degree. One less thing. But if we were to hypothetically decorate in our weird Game of Thrones, Battlestar Galactica theme, 
let us know if you have any ideas for something that is quick. Like, yeah. this has got to be something we can do in two minutes. Well, I mean... And, like, and, that would work. That we also, could clean up. it's not necessarily that it's something that we could build quickly, but it needs to be something light. It yes. needs to be something that we could keep in a hotel room and move down via an elevator. Yeah. You know, like, that, that kind of stuff. So, if you have an idea, then go ahead and, and, and send it in. JustinRobertYoung at gmail.com. Uh, jury more in the subject line and we would love to hear your decor ideas mm-hmm. any and, other updates uh the registry Ooh. oh shit we need we need a registry i know uh, do you have a good registry sound i have rick flair wooing let's do that Woo! uh so yeah uh, we have three registry gifts uh we got a wine aerator <laughs> how do you say that the oh. little uh, 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 air, an aerator. Air, 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 air Your mom's going to correct me. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I know it's an aerator. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we got that from William, and I loved his. Yeah, he, his wrote, he wrote a fun little note. He said, Hello, Dreamore. All the alcoholics I know have one of these, so it must be good. Could I be any more of an ass when giving you a gift? Probably not. Much love, Will. Uh, so thank you, Will. Thank you very much. Uh, and of course, because I talked up the Corkatoo so much mm-hmm. uh, in the last episode, we got a Corkatoo from Nathan. And yeah. oh, wait, hold on. Go ahead. And which we've used twice in the last forty-eight hours. Yeah, we got a pizza stone from Gregory. Yeah, dude. So uh, a fucking pizza stone, which has been legit as fuck. Uh, thank you so Life much. Life changed. No, it was fucking awesome. So a big Woo! to you, good sir, uh, Gregory, if you would like to, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I feel even weird saying this like it's an ad or anything, but like, if you would like to take a look at what we have on our registry and uh, support us, then go ahead, uh, bit.ly slash jurymore, bit.ly slash J-U-R-Y-M-O. Ari, you ready to get into this week's topic? Let's do it. I'm falling apart. No, you're not. Oh, man. The suits, man. There's yeah. fucking suits. You got into a... You destroyed me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. All right, real, real quick, before we get into okay, this. Okay, fine. Go. Uh, Ancients writes, do you guys own a wine poron yet? Well. Man, we are fucking down with the Spanish wine bong in a big fucking way. It's already on the registry. If you ain't never seen a wine poron in your life, then you need to get that shit in your life, because... Never has it been more fun or socially acceptable or worldly to binge drink than when you are fucking with a poor own. So go ahead and check that shit out. I think that we do have one on there. We register. do. I put one on there. Anyway, all right. Uh, I'm broken. Topic. You are not broken. You did panic uh, during our, our suit situation, which in hindsight was a 15-minute problem. It got rectified, but it was like still really incited so much panic yeah. for me. Because uh, some something in my mind where everything was, you know, 
all the easy stuff where people are bitching about periwinkle or whatever. Yeah. We got past all that. We nipped that in the bud right away. Like, we rocked it. And then my world came crashing down, which means, fuck, I'm going to have to buy new, like, find a new bridesmaid dress color. Guess I've got to match up with this random ass shade of gray. Oh, my God. That means I might have to worry about other colors of other things. And, oh, shit. It, it just starts. Yeah. The domino effect. Which got us thinking about this topic, which is high anxiety. Uh, you, this has been a defining element of our relationship. And let's, and let's just kind of, let, let, let's try to set the table Me like this. Me being a whack job? No, no, no. Just, just anxiety okay. because I am certainly a fairly anxious person. Uh, however, your internalization of, of anxiety is something that I think has been probably one of the, not a surprise, but, but one of the biggest kind of developments, unforeseen developments, like in just living with somebody and getting to know somebody better than I ever have anyone. Uh, but let's start here. What is anxiety to you? Well, I guess in in the short sense, like for me, I I feel like a lot of things overlap and conflate, but like anxiety itself, all it really is is you kind of get into this like stressful, panicky fear. Okay. Um. So, it how quickly m- does it come on? Oh, that's hard to say. It's like I get stuck in my own head. Okay. So, like the suit example. Yeah. The colors changed. I my heart just kind of like drops. I'm like, oh fuck, here is this problem. But you thought it, you had solved. That was solved. Oh my god, there's something else, and I just start panicking. Like everything crumbles, and it's just a tiny thing. It doesn't even have to be, you know. It's not a car wreck. You know, yeah. it's not anything no. like that. It is a this little thing. Everything tumbles. And I, I freak out. I, you know, some t- not in the case of the soup, but like sometimes, like I just get terrified um, to where I, I freeze up and I can't do anything. Yeah. Um, and where even to the point to where like I'm difficult and I might start like we were. I was rubbing up against you really bad because I lost my shit because we were walking to brunch. This was a great adventure as we were walking to brunch. It was. It was. A, it was a thing where. You know, we haven't. It's something that, like, at a point, uh, a, a couple, like, a month and a half ago, we were looking at our finances, being like, yeah, you know, maybe we should cut back on brunch a little bit because, like, it always tends to be a very expensive meal because we like to go to a few nice places. It's uh, hipster brunch. It's hipster brunch, and so we're like, yeah, let's calm down. And then I spent like a month and a half on the road, and so it was like, oh fuck, let's go to a real, let's go to one of our nice brunch spots and just have mm-hmm. a really cool brunch again. So we're kind of like on a high, like, and oh, so we haven't done high. this in a yeah, while. Yeah, we're getting it's really great. excited, and then all of a sudden it... it... Look at this sweet suit email. <laughs> but here, let, let, let's go back. When's the first time that you can remember, and you don't have to have like a specific instance, but just in general, how old were you when you realized that what you now identify as your own anxiety kind of became something that you knew as like a quantifiable element of your life? That's really hard because, um, like I said, there are a lot of things that overlap. So, like, stress will overlap with anxiety, and the, it's all like a Venn diagram. And then maybe if you're a little depressed, that can overlap those things. Um, 
it's hard for me to really point at it like you know as early as anything like high school or before that yeah but more like being out on my own and everything so whether that's maybe when I, I very briefly lived in North Carolina after I got out of high school so maybe maybe there uh, the most defining element though I didn't realize it was really anxiety related at the time is when I had my first panic attack um, when was that I don't remember if I was alone working in this bubble tea restaurant that I worked at yeah or bubble tea place or if it was when I was hanging out with a bunch of godless heathens on the east coast in Pennsylvania yeah but I got really stressed out and completely broke down no is that and like curled up in a corner so crying like you know is it just like like uh like does it is it paralyzing well the panic the panic attacks the panic are attack. really bad yeah because it's just like crying hyperventilating and like curling up in a corner now to be fair i haven't had a panic attack in years so yeah you know that's not something that i think that's really that's not impacting well, but, us, I mean, but I think, like, it plays into the anxiety. Sure, and, and I think part of it is not necessarily that it is like a heart attack. It's feels more... like you're having one. Well, no, no, and, and, and that's why like the panic attacks are, are a different thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like what is almost more insidious is your own anxiety where you feel, and this is just in our conversations, I'm not saying it's for everybody, and I'm saying that it's medically this, but like you get into your own feedback loop where all of a sudden something that's a very simple issue if you are already in a heightened state becomes a major thing or something that otherwise if you were in a good frame of mind you know you could just kind of power through fairly easily stacks up with something else that's kind of a minor thing and now all of a sudden they're both stapled together and they're insurmountable yeah, pretty much, and and it does incite like panic within yeah. me. Like for, and logically looking at it, there's no particular reason for it. But I didn't even really, I think, realize that what I was dealing with was like in in the concept that I in the way that I deal with it today in, in yeah. our relationship. I really didn't realize that I had anxiety issues until you know, no more than a year before I moved out here. Like, it really started to hit me when I came out here. Like, because I, I knew that I was really stressed out. So before, you know, we, we and we've talked about the long distance stuff before. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and certainly that was hard. But I always just chalked it up to the fact that long distance relationships be hard, yo. Uh, is... Oh, that was a roller coaster for me. So that was something that you really felt uh, anxious. Do you... I guess here would be my question. Do you feel like that brought it out of you or did you experience it then and now that we talk about it a lot and we make it a focus to deal with it in the same way that we make it a focus to deal with my own shortcomings, uh, do you now trace it back and say like, oh, that thing that I did in my previous relationship or during this other time in my life, that was me spiraling and being anxious as well? I totally look at that. I totally do. And... You know, it's there. There are a lot of things from previous relationships that I can look back at now and realize that the way I reacted was not necessarily smart or logical. It yeah. was me getting in my own head, and there's a lot of it. And it makes me feel like a freaking crazy person. 
which is why in part for a lot of uh, my stress and anxiety, like I would never go see the doctor for that. You know, nobody wants to be on crazy pills. No. So it's, uh, yeah, it's really stress inducing. Do you feel like there was like a stigma that you couldn't talk about it or didn't want to talk about it with people or it was hard to explain? Well, again, like I, it really didn't firm up for me until the last two, three years that what I was dealing with was anxiety. Like I just thought it was stress and being a high stress individual. I would find other ways to kind of self-medicate and one of the ways was exercise like exercise yeah. has done a lot for me and which for everybody that, that's together. the reason why you're a healthy addict on on youtube Mm-mm. and no no it was a ddr thing well but isn't that the exercise part isn't that well yeah 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 kind of sure yeah yeah i guess that's what I, i'm sorry if you, if you I, <laughs> I, I kind of connected those two dots i didn't know that they weren't connected yeah but but that's one way that I kind of self medicate Well, you know what? Yeah, that's kind of true with the DDR. I was really, really stressed out about something going on in my life, and I fixated on that, too. Yeah. And un- actually, an unhealthy degree. It's called healthy addict because I lost, like, 20 pounds in a month, which is not healthy. But, um, sure. yeah. But bottom line, I, I found ways to self-medicate with exercise, be that rock climbing, DDR, so running. You, you said that you found clarity in it after we started dating and and more specifically after you moved out here, what was the turning point? Honestly, like the the biggest thing is, is, uh, and it's, it's weird and it kind of bothers me that I, I feel like I didn't exactly figure it out myself, which makes me feel crazy in a way. But when, so when I'm freaking out about something, um, you're not dismissive, but you're very like firm and cold it feels like at the time, at least like telling me that I'm spiraling. Yeah. That I'm just, it's the domino effect. It's its the one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And I just, you know, I, I lose it. But in your kind of cold, firm, this is what you're doing. You're being a crazy, you're not calling me a crazy person. I'm telling myself I'm a crazy person. Yeah. Um, kind of, I don't want to say that it helps me entirely reset, but I become more self-aware of what I'm doing. Yeah. So things that I do now that I was not able to do like long distance and, you know, and you didn't know half of the shit that was going on in my head when we were dating long distance, but, um, your, because of your bringing that up frequently, I can almost stop myself sometimes. Yeah. Not always. I no, still, I, mean- I still freak out over gray versus navy but i mean again that's that's a 15 minute thing you know and like like, it it was a 15 minute problem and it was probably it was a little bit more dramatic than it needed to be but like it still lasted about 15 minutes you know and and that's because i think we've i mean at least we've tried i've tried we've tried to make it a priority that like uh and for me i had to learn that i can't be logical when this is happening because yeah. this isn't a logic issue. No. You know, you can't. And if think anything, your way that like it, it. it makes it worse. Yeah. It it really does. So like if you guys know any anxious people in your lives, the worst thing you can do is tell them that the no, the gray versus navy this. is yeah. not a big deal. Exactly. Like it it is something that becomes it, it's a fixate. I mean, for me, and maybe I can't speak for everybody that has anxiety, but for me, it's a fixation issue where the one domino hits the next, and I'm just thinking. You know, 
that somehow the gray versus blue thing winds up in our marriage crumbling before it even starts. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's totally illogical. It's totally stupid. And, and that's but what, you can't always stop it. And for me, in dealing with it, that's why, like, now my go-to thing is just to say, you're spiraling, and then I can be, uh, I can try to be more nurturing. But I feel like, like, as a responsibility, I need to, like, if you're adrift at sea, I need to show you where the shore is. And I need to show you that you are far from the shore. And then I can help kind of pull you back in. So when do you think that you, in dealing with me, because we've lived together a little over two years now, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So when do you think you noticed that this was an issue? Or like... It was after, because there was always, and this is the reason why I don't think I realized it much when we were long distance dating, is that there was always a very good reason why you should be kind of in in a tailspin, you know? Like we were long distance dating. Uh, you were getting out of a relationship. You uh, had issues with the people that you were living with. Like, you know, there was there was kind of like... A thing, a thing, a thing, a thing, a thing, and then you moved out. Big change. Or like horrific birth control. And then, oh God, yeah, there was one fucking, one batch of bad birth control that was just like, imagine the ang- the, the anxiety plus a long distance relationship plus fucking a hormonal roller coaster. Like, that was, that was a real hilarious fun. Yeah. Uh, just say no. So, it was after you move out. You're looking for a job and you're panicked. You find a job. Like, it's a shitty job. You lose that job uh, because they're dumb. And then you got another one. And it was like, it was really only after you had the first one for a little bit. And, like, there were kind of... By the way, can can I mention this really quick before you finish what you're saying? How is Dr. Bird for self-medication? Dr. Bird was a self-medication. I mean, and listen. Like before the first game the that way, I got in California? Very excited that when she got panicked, uh, we had a, a grief bird and not a grief baby. Fucking really excited about that. It kind of worked for a little bit, though, because it gave me something else to fixate on. Like, it wasn't perfect. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, listen. Believe you. The, the, not that getting animals I don't is think, a way to self-medicate. I don't guys. think that we need to have more reasons why we are bird people, right? Uh but it was once you had the first job for a little bit, and the, it, it was not quite the same situation that it was before, that I kind of realized, like, oh, no, wait. This isn't just kind of a coincidental series of crises. The crises were real, you know, and you should feel emotion for them. And they were hard. And they were worth getting over. But there was an element that's like, oh, no, there's there's something else here. And, you know, in the same way that I... Believe you me, man, I, I got I got plenty of faults that you have been very patient with me on. Like, I felt I needed to be patient with you, and I needed to make it more of a priority for me to understand what you're going through and to be better about helping you with it and make it our problem uh, and not and just your problem. I think that we've done really well at that. I think you've been doing really well. And now that I've really begun to understand what it is and how it works and how I am my own worst enemy sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think I'm, I mean, I would like to think that I'm way saner and I handle these things like way you are. better you are. than I did, you know, five years ago. Um, 
And even even to the point to where it's doing things that I never thought that I would do. Like very recently, I went to the doctor for the first time to, you know, talk about it, which was terrifying. And I was terrified to even ask the doctor about anxiety medication. Yeah. Like that was a huge step for me. And uh, in part because I was in fear that even just asking the doctor, I would, you know, somehow they would put me on some blacklist for xanax or something and i wouldn't be able to get it anywhere then and they because they would think i was a druggie or something i don't know see and and that's, just, uh, yeah. there's a spiral so is is it jet is it you just like you know you go from a to b and then b to x basically know? that instead of going from b to c you're just like no c leads to d d f g h a l b r i mean and then there's x so i guess of course i'm going from b to x like yeah they all link it's logical but uh but yeah so you know doing better uh and it's still a work in progress you know there are some days that are good there's some days that are bad but for the most part everything's a million times better and you've been an awesome awesome fiance well and just like let's just so people understand because there's been a lot of people here in the chat room that have been very sympathetic to this and and uh biocow specifically was saying that you know, his, his wife goes through a lot of the same stuff and, and asked if you, if, if the panic has led to depression at times. Oh, totally. Like I'll, I mean, it, it's a self, I want to say it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't know if there's the words I'm looking for, but you know, once you kind of get into a funk and you're into your head for so long, you're thinking about the worst case scenario. So you're just dwelling and dwelling on all the bad, bad stuff. Um, you know, and it's uh, it's easy to get into that place. And again, it's like very without if if Justin was not like my support network to, to a certain degree in this and like didn't understand where I was in my head, like we would not be getting married. <laughs> I, I think that yeah. things would be way harder in our relationship and even just with my my other, you know, friendships that I have here, you know, because I just dwell more. Yeah. There's not a lot of people I talk to about the anxiety issue, and I'm trying to be more open about it and not feel crazy about it. So here you go. Hi, guys. Hi, Internet. Uh, well, well, there we go. You know, and, and I want everybody to to understand that, uh, and this is something that I found from doing Internet stuff, like whenever you share private issues, you know, you always find more and more people who think that they were alone dealing with it and that's why uh my video camera with youtube was my best friend for a long time so you could just connect with, yeah with other people and first it was like atheist stuff used to be super stressed about that started doing that anyway i love you guys you're the best um awesome well uh i'll tell you what if you are dealing with stuff like that send us an email man justin robert young at gmail.com that is justin robert young at gmail.com but j-u-r-y-m-o-r-e in the subject line whether you are the anxious one or the partner of an anxious one or maybe you're both anxious or maybe uh all right well i'm having a hard time pulling up my email here but uh we do have some feedback and that was delivered to me not through email not through a phone call Mm. not through a facsimile transfer no 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 it was word to mouth uh I heard from uh, a friend of ours who works at the Go Game, who listens to this very podcast by the name of Tamar. Uh, Tamar wrote in that... uh, Wrote in by that, you mean 
had a human conversation with you? No, she literally wrote down an email that she said was embarrassingly long and didn't and she didn't send because she thought it was too long. And she just summarized it for me about our topic last week, which was prenuptial agreements. Oh, not getting one. She got married uh, here in the state of California, uh, I want to say two years ago, two and a half years ago. Is both she and her husband from here? Yes, Hmm. I think. I think she's from San Jose. I don't know where he's from, but I think he is. So, uh... He did not, no, sorry. He did not want a prenup. She did want a prenup. He is a lawyer in California. She is not a lawyer in California. He made the point that a prenup, if we keep our finances separate, is not that much of an issue. The big key with a prenup, to hear her tell it by way of her husband, is that it is the divvying up of pooled assets that are not obviously one person's or the other's. Like a house. A house is a good example. Uh, If we start buying things not from our own bank accounts, but from a pooled bank account, it doesn't matter where the money that went into that bank account originated. If it was purchased from the joint bank account, then it's a pooled resource. Mm -hmm. And so a prenup is good to A, demarcate stuff that could be looked at as a pooled resource as your own before you start a, a marriage, right? Or if you want to do it before or during a marriage to say like, oh no, this is someone's, this is someone else's. That's the kind of stuff that a prenup is good for. But beyond that, if you are spending out of your own bank account and you are keeping records about it, then the idea that a you know you could just take all my money from my bank account like if we got divorced mm, but, is overblown. But what if I was buying things through your Amazon account with my money? I mean, that's my just my account, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. You're allowed to do that. All right. And you'd be able to keep it. Now, she did say that more to the point, what we should be uh, worrying about and doing uh, is a will. Because that's something that far more likely, A, would affect what we know as ours if we did get divorced and needed to list what our property was because it's an official uh, account of that. But also, in like the worst, if let's say I die, a court goes through all of my stuff unless I have a will. Yeah. And in that case, the will just basically is like, all right, they just stamp the will as all right and then the stuff goes where it goes. Yeah, I uh, just came back from a planned giving conference, so don't worry. We'll work on your will. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, is your mind changed at all on the uh, the prenup um no I mean 
I, I think I was very glad to hear that I think that there is another financial reason why it just makes sense for us to keep separate bank accounts. Yeah. You know, I think that that was heartening to hear. But, you know, as far as a prenup goes, to be honest, I don't want to do a prenup just because I don't want to do something else that is emotionally taxing before the wedding. Like, yeah. That's just the fucking last thing I want to do. Yes. Um, uh, right. Did we have any other emails? No, my email's for now? being. Oh wait, hold on. Here we go. Got you. All right, here. Uh, uh, Phil here. Talk about time jumper. What about time jumper? He emailed. Oh, time jumper emailed. Mm-hmm. I love time jumper guys. Um, so if you want to write in uh, to the email, justrobertyoung at gmail dot com. more in the title. So what do we got from Time Jumper? Uh, Time Jumper writes, In the future, if I were to get married again, I would definitely do a prenup. After 13 years of marriage, I filed for divorce. The head partner at the law firm is a top lawyer in the state and has been doing this for 50 years. He stated that my divorce was one of the worst he's seen and my ex-wife was one of the top two to three most vengeful women he's come across in his career. And one and a half years after the divorce became final, I'm still having to deal with it. It could be argued that the chances that I would marry another woman like that is slim, it's maybe very hesitant to not have most of it settled before getting married. Uh, that is from Time Jumper. Uh, you know, here's the thing about the prenup stuff. Yeah. Is like for everybody that's like, yeah, it's obvious. You can't get it. You can't get it. You can't get it. There are the war veterans who are out on the other side of a divorce that's like, oh, my God, if I only had had this one awkward conversation. You see this guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, and I know I know Time Jumper, and he's a wonderful, amazing person. And uh, when I when I hear of stories like this, I, I just want to think that, like, either... Not, I'm not talking about Time Jumper here. It's like, either was the person who dealt with this shit really crazy, or was... Do they just have bad taste in partners? <laughs> but I, I and think time that, jumpers got his shit together. So well, I'm no, sure no, but it's I think not that's bad, almost that's really unfair, right? Because, it is unfair. You're right I'm because gonna... it's like there, there's a million different things that go wrong. There's a million, and not to say that time jumpers' like, ex wife isn't uh, uh, awful because you know she doesn't write in this 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 podcast. Time jumper does. You know we're beside your bread's butter on, homie. We got your back. Uh, but I think there's a lot of reasons why this kind of stuff happens. Yeah, I just don't understand why people are vengeful, terrible people. Or, like, why they might be perfect human beings and then all of a sudden divorce happens and they want to tear shit up and light everything on fire. Let's say I got really mad at you and I decided to get back at you by letting all the birds out. You wouldn't do that because you love birds. But how vengeful would you be? Mm. You'd salt the earth. You would... You would live to destroy Well, me. you would have just killed our three kids, basically. Yeah. And how would you... You would handle that mm. very reasonably? Or would you handle that by wanting to destroy all that I hold dear? That's actually a really good point. <laughs> <sighs> if you would like to email in, justinrobertyoung.com, <laughs> J-U-R-Y-M-O-R-E in the subject line. Um, you're starting a new show, or maybe an old show, uh, with a new coat of paint. I wasn't ready to it? talk about that yet. Then we won't talk about it. Yeah, Just know it's way to put soon. me on the spot. Just know Asshole. it's coming soon. Um, but yeah, 
there are fun things happening in general. Fun times. Because what I need to do is add more onto my plate while planning a wedding. Mm. Planning 94% of wedding. It's just kind of remodeling. Perhaps. Still figuring that out. Mm. Okay. Uh, Anything else that you want to talk to people about? Mm. Nope. We're done. See you guys. Uh, Healthy addict pretty much everywhere. Spice Vegan, couple of places. Fake Gamer Girl on Twitch. Yeah. Thursday streams. Thursday streams. With my Viking lass. With April. With April. April. The purple... Flash. I don't know. I was trying to think of something good and clever. I'm useless. Uh, Awesome Possum. If you want to follow me, Justin R. Young on literally everything. Until next time, my name is Justin Robert Young. I'm Ashley Paramore. Who? Stop using our other tagline. It's a different podcast. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)